we uh, have concerned ourselves more with juries and how they operate in Canada lately. Why? Because of the Saskatchewan acquittal uh, of farmer Gerald Stanley in the shooting of a young Indigenous man. And because our Prime Minister has wrongly, did I mention wrongly, commented negatively on that verdict. Now, uh, not on this subject particularly, but on juries in a more general sense, a Toronto lawyer, Alan Rubin, has written a blog about how Canadian juries are constituted and how they behave. He thinks things need changing, maybe not quite the way Prime Minister Trudeau thinks they do, but in other ways. Lawyer Rubin wants jurors to be able to speak freely about their experiences after the trial, as in the United States. The laws here forbid that. Wouldn't it be nice if we could get inside the jurors' heads in the Stanley trial? I mean, right about now. We could interview them and find out what, the, what brought them to that verdict. I'd love to be able to do that, but we can't. Because without using so many words, one could surmise that certain people in Ottawa think the jurors in the Stanley case were a bunch of racists. Just saying, the whole idea of juries uh, is to be judged by our peers. And trials are to give people, everybody, a real, not a proverbial, day in court. And it's all open to the public. Lawyer Alan Rubin joins us now. Hi there. How are you? Good to have you with me. Now, what prompted you to put pen to paper and decide to take this particular subject up at this particular time? Well, it's actually an op-ed piece I wrote for the National Post uh, three or four years ago. And it was prompted by just a feeling that jury members should be permitted to speak to the media following a trial. So it wasn't specific to this case, but it's more or less a subject that comes up after particularly high-profile trials and where there's controversy about the verdict of a jury. So in those types of situations, it seems to me that it would be helpful for the public to have some insights into you know, how a jury came about to their decision, especially where you have suggestions being made that a jury verdict was reached for improper grounds. Okay, so interpolating what you're saying and and, uh, overlaying it on the Stanley trial, uh, it would be, as I said in my preamble, probably a good thing for the public if media could say to different jurors, even if there was a, a partial aspect of that law that kept their identities secret, But say I could be able to interview, as I'm interviewing you, one of them and say, what brought you to the verdict about Mr. Stanley? Uh, Do you have a racial bias against Indigenous people or a question like that? Well, if you follow trials in the United States, and it's not uncommon at all to see jurors being interviewed after a trial. Right. And what what has struck me over the years is... um, how thoughtful and measured and responsible jury members are, how seriously they take their responsibilities. And um, I have invariably come away from listening to an interview with a juror to, to feel that whether you agree with the decision or not, a great deal of thought and care went into reaching that decision. So... 
that, that's that's the impression that I have always had in listening. Well, being to on a jury is is and, and you've been in front of juries. Being on a jury is a very serious thing. I've been in the jury pool. I've never made it to uh, a trial, but I knew that when I got into the the courtroom, if indeed that had happened, or if it happens again in future life, uh, that I would I would sit down and I would weigh the evidence without any prejudice. Uh, or or preconceived notion, and I would think most people would be like that. So let me ask you this question. Why are juries in Canada so restricted, given the openness of our legal system generally? Uh, it, it seems to want trials to be available to the public. You can go and sit in on one for the public good. Why make it so secret for juries? Well, our Supreme Court of Canada has spoken on this subject in a case from 2001, and, and these provisions, or jury secrecy, um, these rationales for, for having that go back a, a very long time. And they, they relate to um, essentially a desire to have the debate that goes on within a jury room remain private. And there's a concern that if people could come along and interview jurors after the fact, that jury members in the course of their deliberations are going to hold back on what they might otherwise say out of fear that their statements might be revealed at a later time. And or so, maybe that they could be publicly shamed? Yeah, uh, maybe. You know, that that is falls under the general rationale of a concern that jurors be uh, permitted to speak in a frank and open manner in the course of deliberations. There's also a concern that jury members, after a trial, not be subject to harassment or intimidation by anyone if, um, if their identity should become known. But you don't agree with that, according to your article. Couldn't we have what I suggested earlier, a situation where we didn't have to say Joe Smith was the juror and here he is, but rather here is one of the jurors. And if he were on television, his face could be darkened, or if he were on radio, we wouldn't have to name him. We could call him juror number three, but at least get some insight into his thinking uh, in terms of coming to a verdict. Why can't we do that? Right, and... Uh I do agree very strongly with the rationales that are given for jury secrecy. But what I say is that those concerns can be addressed um, by making sure that jury, the identity of, first of all, that this is purely voluntary. If someone wants to come along after a trial, uh, they can choose or not choose to speak to the media. And secondly, they can keep their own uh, identity private if they choose to do that. And if they do uh, speak to the media, that they would be prohibited from identifying any other member of the jury. Well, so, I hope that our illustrious prime minister, in his uh, fervent efforts to modify the way juries work in Canada, takes a look at this at the same time, because I think he's on a ground that isn't particularly solid, and this might uh, firm things up for him. Um, let me ask you one last question. It's a bit of a curveball, so if you don't want to answer it, I'll understand. Uh, we've been hearing that um, there's there's a question, and this is prompted by Trudeau's actions, of um, eliminating or at least curtailing the whole peremptory challenges to uh, prospective jurors. Are you in favor of leaving things the way they are or changing them? I am in favor of leaving things the way they are. I I think it's a, a subject matter that can be studied and looked into, but it 
it seems to me to be um, to, to take one case and then make substantial changes to a system that has been in place for a long time. Uh, I think that we need more study of that issue as opposed to just jumping in on the basis of a verdict that uh, someone doesn't agree with. Alan Rubin, lawyer, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you.